Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Hey. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> this is Robin of Robin of Holstein House. Glad to have you here with us this morning. Um, I'm over here lofting. <laughs> I've got um, telegram, a telegram opened on the other other monitor and uh, had someone mention, I, I, I put a reminder in that, hey, I'm going live here in a couple minutes and someone <laughs> asked me about, uh, do my guests have to wear clothes? Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, welcome to the Holstein House broadcast. Um, I try to try to keep my volume level um, balanced out there. I'm Robin Holstein. And this is episode 86. Can you believe 86? And what we're going to talk about a little bit today is just catching up on things from this week. Um, an update on dad, some things going on with dad. Answering questions if there's any out there on running a small B&B uh, on your homestead or in your um, local area. I mean, because some people have like, you know, cottages and stuff like that that they rent off of a, an, another piece of property. Um, food prep, storage current events, stuff like that. So we're going to, on Fridays, we call it the um, Fridays Live Unscripted, because although I do have a general outline of things to talk about, in case I don't have anybody chomping at the bit to get in here to say hello or things like that, I uh, I do have a list of things to go over. So it might be a little boring, but it shouldn't be whole boring. I uh, am going to a little more extreme this morning, kind of explaining that because some of our guests this past week were asking me, well, what do you do? What do you say? How do you do this? And um, I just kind of want to cover that first. And I don't promise to be overly exciting. I, I told uh, one of the guests that was leaving this morning, I'm not Joe Rogan. Okay. Because <laughs> he was asking a little bit about some of my equipment and the um, how, how do I record and how do, how do I deal with extraneous noise and stuff like that. And I said, well, you know, I use... Uh, a headset microphone. Uh, I do have a, a USB microphone at a, another in a well, I didn't tell him it was at the at the office because I didn't want to get into that all explaining all that. But uh, I said, it's not really a problem. And I use um, audacity if I need to, to to tweak things or to trim audio. I don't do a lot of that anymore. I used to do it quite a bit, but it just takes so long. And I was telling him, I said, sometimes like today, uh, you know, I'll do the live show and I may not upload the recording uh, until tomorrow because when I leave, when we finish here um, and I do a couple of, you know, things to clean up uh, uh, StreamYard and then I've got to go, i got to take dad. Well, today's INR day. Those of you who've been watching for a while, you know that uh, I go over and, well, dad will come over here. I'll go over there and do his INR test and, um, we do those on Fridays around noon, if at all possible, and uh, we'll do that today. And he has an x-ray today. We've got to take him for an x-ray of his hip. 
so I'll get into that just a little bit more in a minute. But uh, that's kind of generally the way the show goes. And um, it's sometimes there's topics, sometimes there's current events, sometimes there's conversation, and it's really exciting. And other times it's just kind of here. <laughs> so glad to have anybody and everyone here today. Um, I'm glad to see um you over there on the Holstein House Facebook page. I'm glad you guys stopped in. Please say hello. Don't forget to say hello because um, I want to use your name on the air. Julie messaged me the other day. <laughs> she said, oh, I heard my name on your on your podcast. And she was listening to it on, um, oh, what's the name of that? Um, I, I just blanked out on it. But anyway, Julie said, I heard my name. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. So if, if you're one of those folks that likes to hear your name, be sure and say hello and I'll say hello to you. So now I've got Yosek over here on the, on the telegram. It's actually Toolman, uh, Tim's workshop chat that I'm looking at because I had dropped a note in there about uh, I'm getting ready to go live. And um, um, uh, Yosek said, uh, just listen to an interview of yours and I don't in any said have you made have you made pants p-a-n-t-s pants a requirement for your guests and I had to chuckle because it he's referring to um one of the first guests I ever had it was in the in the first few months of uh, being on Airbnb and and sharing the guest room and I had the guests that I have <clears throat> lovingly uh nicknamed Captain Underpants because he was uh, from a different culture, a different part of the world, a half a world away. And he came downstairs in his underwear, underwear and t-shirt. And I was, I was stunned and shocked. And uh, Mr. Holstein was working out of town. So I was here, you know, and I had my dogs and my dogs, the dogs that we had them, Gracie and Jack, um, they didn't like him. Oh my gosh. They growled at him every time he walked through. But I mean, the man didn't do anything to me. He wasn't rude or nasty. He just kept down in his, in his underwear and uh, did what he needed to do before going to bed for the evening. And then when he got up in the morning, he sat and had breakfast in his underwear. And I debated very hard about uh, whether I should say anything to him about it. And I decided just to leave it alone. His command of English wasn't that strong. Um, he it wasn't like he was making gestures or anything. He was simply walking to the bathroom and back up. And but the breakfast was a little yeah. But I don't usually sit in there with him anyway. I have breakfast set out, and uh, they can sit down and have breakfast if they want or not. <laughs> he just <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it was uh... <laughs> it was upsetting at the time. I was. I was I was tore up because I didn't know what to do about it. So over here now there um I said I responded to Yozik. I said, Yeah, Captain Underpants, you never forget your first captain. And he puts a, a picture of Captain Jack Sparrow over give or a uh, a uh, yeah, a gif of Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow. Um <laughs> and I love him. I love Jack Sparrow character, played by Johnny Depp. I think it's I think it's awesome. But you have heard of me. It says it's small print. I don't have my granny eyes on. Um, yeah, I have heard of him. I love that character. So 
that's a good one. That's a good one. I I like you know all of the, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, movies with with Jack Sparrow in them. Um, except I didn't like the what was that last one? Um, oh darn it! It was the one with the map. The map to the well. They all kind of have a map. No, this was. Um, oh, it was. I think it was the last one. I really, I really didn't like that. One. The first one was the best. They usually are. But uh, I didn't like that last one. Darn it, I can't think of the name of it now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. So let me get back on track a little bit. But that's, I, I enjoy, I enjoy stuff like that. Oh, if you want to, t.me slash Holstein House. That uh, should get you into the telegram group if it doesn't and you want to join us um send a message to me um put a comment here on the uh, uh in the comic se comment section or you can go to robinholsting.com and go to the contact page and send me a message there or there's a bunch of little ways listed <clears throat> excuse me that you can reach me on that page if you want to so just um if you if you'd like to join a the uh, telegram group and you're not able to let me know um <clears throat> cream cheese workshop we had on wednesday went quite well uh, the um these these little workshops that i'm doing are it's kind of hard for me to slam everything in because there's steps that can't you can't complete there like when you're making cream cheese it requires uh your yogurt to strain for 24 hours or overnight in the refrigerator and you can't do that in a one hour workshop so you've got everything sitting out and you um you're filling in the blanks and you're trying to share in some i'm gonna let me um let me do this if i can i have a page here uh let me add this to the screen and oh, oops why is it not doing that do that do that there it is. Okay, well, let me do this. And then let me, let me entertain you. No, let me do this. Now, hopefully you'll see this full screen and it won't be too difficult. Now, I, I get that sometimes, especially if you're on a mobile phone or something like that, it can be hard to see. But hopefully you can see what I'm talking about. What I took to the workshop, this e these are um, um, flower sack towels just from the local big box store, home store, uh, that had, they've been washed and uh, washed in detergent, no fabric softener, and they have been put in the dryer. I do not put these outside because I don't want pollen on them. This is way, it is not a melted margarita. <laughs> this is just a, a fast food drink cup. These are uh, bamboo skewers. These are a couple of ceramic, um, those mini loaf pans, like almost micro loaf pans. It's just really teeny tiny ones. This is some yogurt, some blueberries, some strawberries, some bagels, some chives. This is the cream cheese I took with me. This is a fruit or banana hanger. And this is the instruction sheet. And really, I mean, the quick and dirty is that you, you take your, your yogurt, you put it in a flour sack, towel you hang it to drain and what I was showing my my class was that you if you're going to do a small amount of course you're going to cut your flower sack towel you don't need a whole 
gigantic one. You can cut it in quarters. And if you're only going to do like a quarter cup, uh, because this is a quart here. So like say you're going to do a, well, let's just do a cup. If you're going to do four one cup sized um, cream cheese, then you're going to, you know, cut these into quarters, put a quarter cup in there, tie knots in the, in the, uh, I'm moving my hands around like you can see me, but you should only be able to see the screen. <laughs> you, know, you go tie the uh, opposite corners together and you hang them across a skewer. I put a skewer over, uh, in, I hang the bags in er, the flour sack towel bags of yogurt in these little cups because it catches the whey down in here. And it's easier to put in the refrigerator than this gigantic thing you can use. This is one of those, um, they, I, hand, I put bananas, a bunch of bananas on these one, on the tables for my guests. And you can put a small cup here you're, to catch the whey because the whey is going to start dripping immediately. And then obviously chives or fruit for flavoring, but you have to weight it down. Kind of kind of like any other cheese, you're going to wrap your flour sack towels over here and you're going to weight them down and let it sit overnight. And then there you go. I mean, that's really easy. But this is a handout that I did for it. And I did one of these, uh, one like this for the um, yogurt workshop. Did something very similar to this for the for the yogurt workshop. Um, I you know for this cream cheese workshop, I talked about the benefits of whey and what you could use it for and stuff like that. So I need to get over here and mute my mic a minute. There you go. I had a little bit of a cough to get rid of. So let me get back here. <laughs> and that, I mean that's just a really quick. Um, uh, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Dead men tell no tales. That's it. That's it. I think you're right. I think that was the name of the last one. Stephanie. Good to see you. I haven't seen you in ages. I don't think we've seen each other in person since high school. Uh, I don't know if I was at one of the reunions that you went to. And if you're going this year, I'm probably not going. I just I've lost interest in going to the reunions. You know, I didn't hang out with that many people anyway. Um, so I don't know if I want to go to the reunion or not. As of today, I'm not. I just, I don't know. But it's good to see you. I do see you on Facebook every every now and again. And follow you and some of your kids and your stuff that you're doing. And I'm glad. I'm glad. You look like you're doing really well. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just don't. I mean, I'm not connected with Sharon Young. I see her from time to time because she lives in the area. I mean, that's really about it. I don't really see anybody. All righty. Let's see. So that was the cream cheese workshop. I'm doing another one on sprouts, sprouting, um, salad salad beans or salad greens and stuff like alfalfa and uh mung beans and a few others just a little workshop to show folks how to do that as well i'm doing that on wednesday um what i'm trying to do is i'm kind of filling in the gaps because we don't have speakers for every single lunch and learn that we've got lined up yet so we've got um I'll do this one. Then we have Heart and Hands coming in talking about some of the programs they offer. Then we've got AARP, but I don't know what their topic is yet. I got to get that out of them um, today, what their topic is, because I have to send that out to the paper, to the Metro this week in order to hit the right Wednesday 
uh, for the uh, workshop. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. There is a, you know, one of the things that I really want to try to, uh, I don't know if I can help make it happen or if I can just kind of poke people enough to, to get it to happen is a, is a master canning program uh, for home canning here in the area. And um, when John Kessel and uh, um, Eden were here doing the uh, workshops a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. I'm glad you commented because, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, it's hard to gauge who all sees it and who all uh, appreciates it, you know, because people will watch a little bit and then they won't say anything and you never know. Um, I did a, a brief, um, it was just once a week, but it was for like four months on a local AM radio station, filling in for um, Pete Thaw on that show when he was re running for re-election to the, to the county school board. And um, it, it was interesting, some of the things that I learned. And one of the things that I learned was for every caller that you had, you could guess you probably had a thousand listeners. Uh, and I thought that was really weird because the show would maybe only get three or four calls an hour unless it was one of those really divisive topics and um, you'd get more, but um, it, it was, it was really odd because you'd think, Oh, I'm doing terribly. But if they had those metrics that, you know, there were at least a thousand people listening to you for every one caller, then that was to me kind of interesting for the area, but um, not being a, 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 a radio personality or studying radio communications and, and working for stations and stuff, just that little bit of behind the scenes so you don't, you, it's so hard to know and you can go back and you can see a lot of things, but I'm so small that a lot of the metrics don't populate uh, because there won't be enough information and you never know unless someone says hello, which is why I always try to encourage people to at least say hello, good morning. And um, so you, you know, you get a little bit of a, a feel and the feedback and, and then, Oh, I need to take that banner off there. Sorry. I just like I said, uh, I um, the the there are different schools of thoughts of how you approach your audience. Some uh, some of the um, some of the thinking right now is that you don't ask for the likes, the subscribes, and the shares until later, so that the folks that listen to the majority of your your show or watch your YouTube or listen to your podcast. Uh, the ones that stayed long enough to hear that are the ones that are more likely to, uh, you know, like and subscribe and share. That if you ask for it too soon, you may put people off. There are, um, there are thoughts now that like with Instagram, um, that you need to have, you need to research the trending musics and attach the trending musics to your reels or to your photos and stuff and that will that will drive viewership the the algorithms will will um spin your content into in front of more people i don't know how how accurate that stuff is um because i'm just not that big and i'm not trying one of the guys that stayed last night we had a couple of canadian guys stay last night it was they were fun they came in on their motorcycles they were Traveling one from Toronto, one from Winnipeg, 
Winnipeg, not Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Uh, they came down, they met because they had been in the Israeli army together. Uh, and they had reconnected at some point after they moved to Canada. I, don't, I didn't get all of the details, uh, but they they had reconnected and uh, several years ago. And so they take these big motorcycle trips. And this year they came down through Kentucky into uh, down to Tennessee, riding the tail of the dragon and com was coming back up and through West Virginia and head headed to Columbus today. And then they'd go back into Canada and go their separate ways. But one of the guys... Uh, has a has a um, YouTube channel, and I would have to I would have to go and dig it. Um, it's like Doctor Or D R O R. I think is what it was. What was it? Darn. Let me see if I can find it while I'm talking, and see if I can multitask a little bit. He. Um, Anyway, we were kind of talking about those algorithms and, you know, the different things. And, and he said he doesn't understand why one of his uh, one of his shorts would get um, thousands of viewers. Oh, here it is. D-R-O-R -R space or A-M-O-N is his name is his name. But his, his his YouTube is A M his M as in Mary, O N as in Nancy D R O R. So it's like his backwards last name first name. Anyway, so he's he's got you know his camera on his uh, on his with his motorcycle and he's driving and he says he doesn't understand. He says I got over a thousand views for a uh, just a few few seconds of uh, video of from the his perspective viewing motorcycling in the rain <laughs> he says i don't understand it but then in some of his video videos you know he's only got like 100 views but so we were kind of talking a little bit about the algorithms and the fickleness of uh, viewers and stuff and i was telling him i said i don't i don't need thousands of viewers which is the long way around to that point i don't need thousands I'm just trying to reach a few people who are interested in small homesteading, who may be interested in uh, Airbnb, having their own Airbnb and, and, you know, preserving food, food preservation and storage. So, and so some of these get kind of dry. <laughs> and, and I know it. It's, it's better when you have conversation. I can, I can have conversation. I can bounce off people in the hour go like that. But then I'm sitting here by myself in the hours like, oh my gosh, it's only been four minutes. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's odd. It's odd. We, um, so dad's going to, uh, he has x-rays today. I'll, I'll come back around to that. I'll, I do his INR test. We get that sent in by the uh, app on the phone. Well, um, I dial in on the phone and, and upload his um, his results. And then his doctor's office calls us to adjust his warfarin if it needs to be adjusted. But we do that every Friday. Uh, today, we're going for x-rays. I was telling you on Tuesday, I think, that I had to take dad into his appointment with his general practitioner what we decided to do was update his x-rays of his hip and lower back to see if it looks like a, just an advancement of the arthritis that we already know is there, or if there appears to be some kind of wear on the uh, hip 
itself, the, the hip bones. And then that will decide um, whether we go to the rheumatologist or go to the um, osteopath. Then if, if we think, and he also prescribed dad a different painkiller and dad's very picky about taking medications. So he didn't give him a whole bottle. He just gave him, I think enough for about a week to see if it's going to help any, because we talked a little bit about the options. Dad has a, um, it's not like kidney failure or anything, but he has a cyst in the kidney or on the kidney. They keep saying on. So I'm not sure if they actually meet on the outside of the kidney or inside the kidney, which you would think it'd be in. But anyway, so there's a cyst that calls, it has to be in because every so often it causes some issues. Uh, it, it appeared that he may have the um, UTI again or still. I'm not sure how that's going to, how that uh, works out. But he, um, he prescribed him the a different painkiller and he gave him some um, antibiotics. So we'll see about getting that. I'll take him here in a little while to have the, after we get finished here this morning, to have the hip x-ray and the lower back x-ray. And then we'll go from there. Uh, a lot of what happens with dad, for those of you who may be new to the channel, is um, dictates my day. And I, I make no apologies for that. That's, that's fine. So it's, uh, it's entirely possible that uh, things that I'm planning to do, like go to this class on um, um, home canning salsa. I don't, I don't like to home can salsa, but it's an opportunity to try to discuss the uh, uh, establishment of a master canners program. The, um, maybe I get to go, maybe I don't. It just, it just all depends on what happens with dad. The doghouse, I, I need to, I, I need to do that when I get off here. I need to message the contractor again about the rip on the doghouse. You know, those of you who've been watching for a while and listening for a while, you know how aggravated I get over this stuff. I mean, tell me what's going on. Let me know. We have you scheduled for the 15th of August. Oops, it looks like you're going to be on the 20th. You know, don't make me drag this information. There's no reason I should have to be pulling this information out of you. The Ramsey house is where it was. I haven't had a chance to work on it at all, at all. So we get to the um, the guests. So the past seven days here at Holstein House has just been nonstop. I don't usually like to schedule my guests without a day's break in between. So like, when, um, uh, so a guest checks out today. I have no guests tomorrow. They may check in the next day. I, I need, I really need that full day in between, not only for cleaning, but for things that I have to do, you know, here for my house, my family, and just some rest. Um, but this past week has been very, very busy here at Holstein House. We had a very full seven days last Friday afternoon. My South Korean guests came in and they stayed for four nights. They were wanting to stay longer, but then I had the other guests already booked, so they couldn't do that. They had to find something else, which was very unfortunate for me because I really enjoyed having them here. They gave me that cute little spoon that I showed you last week, the little travel, the little souvenir spoon of Korean wedding ducks. It was just absolutely cute. It was just, just as sweet as can be. I really enjoyed receiving that. 
Then on Wednesday, a young man from Louisiana stopped in and he was traveling and, and he was the one that was hiking the New River, New River National Park. I should be more clear. He grew up in Louisiana, not down in New Orleans. He didn't have that kind of accent. And I said, you don't sound like you're from Louisiana. And he said, I get that a lot, but not everybody speaks that way. And I said, okay, yeah, I get that because we have pockets here in West Virginia where people are really, really heavily hillbilly. And that's not a derogatory uh, hillbilly, but a very hillbilly um, country sound to them. Uh, and even I stop and think, what? <laughs> so we have that here too. So he stopped, he, he come in the door and the minute he saw the piano, he said, Oh my gosh, who plays the piano? Can I play it? He said, let me, can I set my stuff down and can I play? I said, yeah, yeah. Let me show you the house first and then, yeah, you can. And he just sat down and he played and it was beautiful. And he said, oh my gosh, whose guitars are those? And I said, well, that's, that's Mr. Holstein's. That's my husband, Wayne. He says, he plays all those? I said, well, he, he plays, he doesn't play. He's not performance ready, but he does pick around and goof off a little bit with him. And he said, I wonder if he'll jam with me. Oh, I hope he'll jam with me. And I said, well, he might. You know, he's actually working a little closer to home. He's working at the Amos plant this week. And so he's home a little sooner than he usually is when he's at the other plant. And the young man's like, oh, I just can't wait. I can't wait. So while I'm showing him the restroom and stuff, uh, Wayne comes in. And Wayne says, I'm going to take my shoes. I'll change my shoes, go to the bathroom, and go cut grass before I eat. And I said, okay. But, you know, here's this young man, and he would like, to play music and they got to talking and they sat down for about a half hour plinking and playing and and talking music and the play of all things go figure go figure this young man from louisiana plays what song house of the rising sun and of all things <laughs> but he did a fine job. He was he was on the piano. Wayne was accompanying it a little bit with the guitar, and he was trying to sing it. You know, he he did a, he did a respectable job. Oh, thanks, Stephanie. I don't know if you. I, I had the screen. I was on a different screen there for a few minutes, and hopefully, you'll hear me say thank you very much, and you have a great day too. So the young man's playing "House of the Rising Sun," and he's just singing. The, oh, there was house in New Orleans, you know, just loud. And, and I thought, ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to listen to. And they got along real well. So he leaves yesterday morning and I get the room turned and, and start getting things put together. And I'm expecting the folks from Canada. And I only actually know that it's a guy. I don't realize it's two guys because uh, he just says, we are coming. He doesn't say we're two guys and we're coming and then staying there and we're traveling together and different stuff. And he, so he doesn't say that. So, but that's fine. It, um, don't ask anyway, because the room's set up for two. The whole, the whole thing is set up for two. So he, <laughs> I start thinking, wait, they're from Canada. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. So I look up, um, I do a, a, a quick search on Canadian stereotypes. And I'm looking for cute ones, not derogatory mean ones. I'm looking for cute ones. And there's one that comes up that they that says they uh, eat poutine. 
Putin. I think they pronounce they had the the phonetic of it. P U T hyphen E E N. Putin is how they're pronouncing. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. But I look it up, and it's supposed to be one of their favorite dishes, and it's wedged potatoes, brown gravy, and um, and cheese curd, or squeaky cheese, they call it. So I start looking some more about that, and the squeaky cheese is supposed to be a fresh cheese curd, you know, and oh, here's how you make cheese curd. So I, I hop over to um, um, the, the, the only Canadians that I know, and I don't know, know them that I haven't shaken hands with them, but I'm in um, uh, some telegram groups with a few. And the, the, the primary one is, is Tim Cook, who has the Two Man Tim's workshop. And I put in there, help, help, exclamation point. I've got two Canadians coming in and I don't know whether to use full fat or low fat cottage cheese in the poutine. Well, I put a little giggly face, you know, the, the, the smiley face with the tears coming out, you know, the laughing until, until I cry. And I guess people didn't notice that because there was a couple comments about, oh, my gosh, you don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, it's not that. It's got to be this. And I finally come back and I, I had screenshotted it. And I circled it and, and I said it was a joke. I circled the screenshot, my post, and then circled the little laughy face. I said it was a joke. It was a joke. But so I made it. I, I got the stuff from the store to make it and I didn't like it. I, I didn't. It wasn't my thing. Now, I did see also a recipe for it made with a mixture of things that included a Worcestershire sauce that kind of reminded me of Heinz 57 mix. And I didn't I didn't want to, to do that. That just sounded gross. So I, I didn't do that. I used a brown gravy, a store-bought. I didn't make it myself. But, um, yeah, no, that wasn't, that wasn't my thing. And um, I, I didn't serve it. But I did tell them. I said, I, I looked it up, and, and I, I looked up what it was, and I was going to tease you about it. And uh, the, the, the first guy said, oh, no, no, that's, that's okay. I can make it. If you want me to make yourself, no, 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 no. It's not what I meant. I just meant. I was going to try to do that, and uh, and I I didn't get it done. Well, I mean, I did. I made it, but it was I didn't want to serve it because I didn't think it was very good. But uh, I mean, it's like it's like potatoes, cheese, and gravy. It, it but it just it wasn't very good. I didn't think <laughs> so. Uh, that uh, that went okay. I did make them some. Um, uh, I did make some pepperoni rolls. I asked on Facebook if um, if folks put cheese in their pepperoni rolls because I the ones that I ate when I was young you didn't have cheese in them, and you were getting awfully close to a pizza roll if you put cheese in them, and it, you didn't put sauce in them because you were definitely dealing with a pizza roll if you put sauce in them. But I made some and I did have them out, but the guys didn't, they didn't, when they came in, they were, they were drenched from riding in the rain. And even with the rain suits, they, they were, the rain suits had, you know, uh, not held up as well because of the amount of rain that they'd gone through. And they were tired 
and they went over to Shoney's and eat dinner and then come back and, and just cleaned up and went to bed. So I, I didn't push that. And I and part of hosting in your home especially is kept picking up on those things, understanding that you might want to chat with your guests, but maybe they don't want to chat with your guests or, or the other way around. You don't feel like talking, but your guests do. And you kind of got to, you got to learn to balance that out a little bit. I have guests that come in and say hello, go to the bathroom, go to bed. I don't see them again until they go out in the morning. And it's just thanks for this day and they leave. Then I have guests that it's almost like you got to shove them out the door so you can turn the room and get on with your day. And these two fellows, they were really nice. They were really nice. And like I said, they had um, served together in the military over in Israel and now live in Canada. Not close at all together. And we're traveling. And I thought that was really nice that they would be able to do that. And they had very their high dollar, high dollar bikes, man. I mean, high dollar equipment. They were, they were, yeah. And uh, very nice. Very nice chatty people. Loved having conversation. Had their, their accents were, there were a few words I was stumbling over. English, their English was fine. But there was a few words, their accent uh, that, that I was challenged by and I had to stop and think, Oh wait. Okay. Yeah. So, but it was, it was good. It was good overall. They were very pleasant to talk to. We did get into a little bit of politics, just kind of danced around the edge. I did ask him, <laughs> I said, is it true? Do people in Canada really think that Justin Trudeau's dad was a Castro? And they're like, yeah, it is. People really do believe that. And if you look at these pictures that you can see, you know, when he was a child and here's here's his parents standing with Castro or whatever, and he really favors and it was, well, how do you think that happened? And well, I mean, besides the, the traditional biological way it happened. Well, you know, the, his parents are down visiting in uh, Cuba. His father was the prime minister, you know, and and maybe, maybe, maybe his dad gets a little tiddly and conks out and mom's a little like oh fidel castro or which raul guy i don't know which castro it's but i guess it's supposed to be fidel um you know or maybe fidel said you know i run this place and we either do this or you don't get out alive you know we, <laughs> you just don't know uh but supposedly he's uh he's the uh offspring of one of the castros of of, of cuba and we got onto that because uh, they he, they asked me, I said, did you hear about our uh, prime minister and his wife? And I'm like, yeah, I did. I did hear that they were separating on a divorce. And yeah, yeah, really kind of hate to hear that. But it's like, um, what's going on here? So he shows me on his phone a meme that says <laughs> Justin Trudeau's wife left him for a real man or something, insinuating that Trudeau likes guys i don't know I don't, I don't know anything about trudeau really i know that i wasn't really happy with that trucker thing and i was really not happy when trudeau started threatening to take people in, and prosecute people in the united states that were trying to help those truck drivers that really hacked me off but they were really nice guys and you know we didn't really get in too deep into politics we just kind of like i said squirted around and giggled a little bit about it kind of a little bit about religion and religious freedoms in the United States and freedoms generally in uh, different parts of the world and, and the infiltration of um, hostile religions, 
religions that are hostile to the Judeo-Christian way of life. And how in, um, in ancient times, it was violent overthrows that caused that to happen. You would have invading armies come in and overthrow cities and, and capitals and countries and force their religious views on people. And now it's not a violent overthrow. It's the slow overtaking, like, like a volcano covering an island, just slowly a little here and a little there, burning away what's underneath of it. The green that's underneath, making it a hard out, outer shell. Um, that in many parts of the world, the Judeo-Christian religions are being suffocated um, by calling people who believe that way intolerant and shutting down their ability to worship and saying that uh, because you you have, I have a Christian flag upstairs. It used to be behind me when I did these because I, that little spot in the kitchen or in the uh, breakfast room where I would eat, have breakfast when I was doing the original videos, I had my, the, the country, the state and the Christian flags behind me in that shot. Well, you used to be able to display those. And now it's getting, even with the United States flag, it's getting to where in, in the classrooms and in courtrooms and in, town halls and and uh, government offices they're they're saying oh that flag offends somebody take it down and almost without question people take it down instead of standing and saying um no this is the flag of the united states and it's the 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 flag of the united states represents the freedom the god-given freedoms that we have here that make all these other people want to come here and if you want to come here because of the freedoms, don't come here and then say, oh, this person's freedom offends me. Take it away. No, don't don't do that. So anyway, that's, you know, all, all around the bush to to talk about just having a very wonderful series of conversations with the fellows from from Canada. And, um, you know, they were fun. They were fun to talk to. And it, they just were very pleasant people. And it was really good to have them here. And by all accounts, I ran upstairs and, and just took a quick walk through the room. I haven't, I haven't turned the room yet. Um, by all accounts, they've left it very nice, very neat. They, they haven't broken anything that was obvious. And I don't think they did anything that's not obvious. It just looks, it looks like they did a, a, very, a very nice job uh, as guests. So I was glad to have them. They're welcome back anytime. They're welcome back with their spouses if they want to bring them. Um, they're just, I, you know, there's not too many guests that I've had that I would say can't come back. Uh, not at all. So hopefully next time they'll direct book. I didn't get into the direct book with them, but um, because you have to be careful, you, you can't do that through Airbnb or really any of the uh, online travel companies that you may associate with. They highly discourage you from uh, trying to direct people away from their service. So I didn't get into that, but I did provide uh, for the, for one of the guys, you know, a link to the telegram group contact information that he could share with his um, traveling companion. And um, they're more than welcome, more than welcome to join the communities that I'm involved with and, and continue our conversations. <clears throat> My garden update, there's not really a lot since Tuesday. The it's um 
it's the first week of August. Things are, I mean, I know really things are, should be in the, oh, what, tail end, or not the tail end, but close to the end of the um, major production cycles. Mine are still just as green as grass. Pardon me. My tomatoes. Peppers are not doing any good at all. The uh, onions, I have a few onions out there. The ducks are eating the greens off of them. It's crazy. But um, so the garden, it hasn't been a complete flop, but it's not done real well. It has, um, it, it needs more daylight. It needs more sunlight, more direct sun. So I need to move things forward probably five yards so we'll see. There was, there is an attempt or there is a consideration or is there a, there is a plan to expand the uh, poultry house and run. I've been saying it all summer. I haven't gotten it done yet. And I am kind of ashamed of myself for that. But in all honesty, there's just been so many things happening that I just haven't been able to do it. And something has to give here and there. And um, that's been one of them. So there's still the plan. I'm still actually, if it counts that I'm still trying to find an expansion set for the chicken run, I can't find that very same thing. And I really can't find anything close enough to it, like a different brand of the same style. I don't know. I bought this from someone on Facebook Marketplace. But at the time, I could find the ex expansion sets where you just buy the um, another panel and then the frame that go, you know, and and I I I thought that I had seen an, seen them at Rural King, and I'd seen them at Tractor Supply, and I don't find them at all, and I don't even see them on Facebook Marketplace, and I know I have it in my mind exactly what I'll pay for it. I'll run up and pay for it, boom, right now if I can find it but I can't find it. Some things that are going on around Holstein House in the coming weeks. Multifest is in Charleston. It started today. No, it started yesterday evening because the young man from Louisiana on his way to Cincinnati would have loved it if he had gotten here. Well, he, yeah, if he had gotten here yesterday, he would have had a blast. Not that he didn't have a good time, but he was really hoping to find some live music, and he was just off by a day. The um, Canadian fellows were just interested. They're going to Columbus today. They're going to be taking their time going to Columbus. And um, the, so they're not here for that. They're just passing through. But this week, starting today, is uh, through the weekend is Multifest. The Pinch Reunion is coming up. That's um, That's actually a big deal. It's not like a touristy thing. But it has really grown. It's become a big uh, local event. And even a lot of politicians go there and court votes from people. <laughs> Lewisburg Literary Festival is supposed to be going on uh, this weekend in Lewisburg. It's about an hour from here. Ravenswood, Ohio River Festival. Ravenswood's about an hour, hour, 20 minutes from here. Festival of the Rivers in Hinton. Hinton's a little more than an hour from here. It's just a good little piece, but uh, Festival of the Rivers is going on. St. Albans Heritage Festival is supposed to be happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. And uh, as far as I know, it still is. I haven't seen anything on it in a while. 
the um, Family Guy episode with Stewie and Brian doing the thing. A while. It's going to be a while. I'm not going to spend a lot of time looking. I know I haven't seen anything on it. The um, Rails and Ales Craft Beer Festival in Huntington supposed to be the 12th, which is Sunday. Not this Sunday. It's next Sunday. A week from a week from this Sunday. The 16th through the 19th Summerfest in South Charleston. That's fun. That's like a carnival and stuff. Hillbilly Days in Hamlin is the 18th and 19th. That's always fun. As well as the Parkersburg Homecoming. I'm not sure if that... I seem to think that I saw something that the Parkersburg Homecoming is not happening. But I don't know. If you're interested in that, be sure and search on it and make sure it's still going on. And the Appalachian Festival, first part of Appalachian Festival, is supposed to be the 19th and the 20th in Beckley. Beckley is about 45 minutes from me here in Kanawha County. Uh, oh, that's old. I need to take that out of there. I'm trying to get another dumb headache. I keep getting, well, I know what it is. It's sinus allergy stuff that's happening. So August 4th through 7th, which is today, which is this weekend, this weekend, starting today through the 7th, which is Monday, today through Monday, is the annual uh, back to school sales tax holiday. Now, I, I tend to agree with those who believe that the government steals too much from us in the form of taxes. I also prefer a sales tax over income tax uh, and property tax and things like that. A sales tax is something that you have a choice over because I can choose to buy something different based on the taxes so that I don't have to pay as much. So if I've got a widget that's a dollar and a widget that's 50 cents and they're very comparable, even though, you know, I might buy the 50 cent widget anyhow, I may be more encouraged to buy the 50 cent widget because it's going to end up with lower taxes. Or if I only have this widget, I can choose not to buy a widget at all and not pay the tax. So there we go. I, I see this and I try not to get too political on my um, podcasts and broadcasts. But sometimes you just get aggravated. And these sales tax holiday things drive me insane. Not because it's a sales tax holiday. But it's because if the government thinks that people need to not pay taxes for, in this case, four days. So they can afford to send their kids to school with supplies that the last time I checked are supposed to be provided by the schools. Paper and pencils are supposed to be provided by the schools the, the, and the books, the things that the kids need to learn are supposed to be provided by the schools. But now we got the sales tax holiday so that people can afford to send their kid to school with stuff. If the taxes are such that people need those holidays, then perhaps the taxes are just too high altogether. If low-income people can't afford to send, and, and I'm not being derogatory towards people with lower income, but if people of low income cannot afford to buy book, 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 pack, 
backpacks, pencils, paper, notebooks, clothes, shoes, underwear, socks for their kids to go to school. There's a bigger problem here. Low-income people have a lot of opportunity for government support. We provide clothing vouchers. We provide um, food vouchers in the form of the, uh, um, oh, what do they call it now? The chip, is it the chip card? No, chip is insurance. Oh, what's the, anyway, it used to be called food stamps. Uh, WIC. Um, housing allowances, low-income subsidized housing. There's, it's, it's not a lifestyle. I'm not, I'm not saying that they haven't made. Please, please don't put words in my mouth. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. We provide a lot of supplemental things to people with low income because of the taxes that we pay. People of upper middle and higher income generally don't have a problem providing those things to their children. And the people in the middle have more choices, but they don't have the support. So I, it really frustrates me when we have these sales tax holidays, because if they have to have a holiday for them, perhaps the taxes are too high altogether. And I could go on, I, I could spend hours talking about this stuff and heaven help me if I could get, if I get someone to, to discuss it with, if there's two people on here and we're talking government and taxes, oh my gosh, this thing would explode. <laughs> I'd lose 90% of the few viewers I've got now. So yeah, I, um, but it's coming up and if you need it, I'm not trying to begrudge you. My, my point is bigger. It is about the government, not about um, providing help for those who need, because I really think that we should be doing that, but I don't think it's the government that should do it for us on our behalf. That makes us lazy. That takes it out of our control and takes it out of our responsibility because if the government's going to take care of you, I don't have to. Even though I'm paying my taxes and stuff, I'm not taking care of you. The government's taking care of you. It's a, it, it, it's, it's not a legitimate uh, argument, but people will make it. You know, I'll let the government take care. It's, it's a way of blowing off your responsibility. Christ tells us, not to get too preachy here, but Christ tells us to take care and to love each other the way we would love ourselves. And we have a responsibility to do that. And just shoving money over here at the government and saying, here, you take care of it, ends up with our money going to support things that we believe, or I believe, that Christ wouldn't support. But one of these days, I'll have a special topic on that. But we'll see. So I continue to support the church with, the, um, with our John 21, 17 project doing my the workshops that I've been doing. We're going to do the um, the sprouts this week coming. We've done the yogurt. We've done the um, cream cheese. We're going to do the sprouts. Then, um, oh, darn it, I forgot what it was. Mm, I wrote it down. What was the next one I was going to do? <laughs> I don't remember now. Uh, it's not going to be buttermilk because they didn't seem to want buttermilk. I did have a request a lady, you know, that app called Next Door. 
I'm on that. I've been trying to share stuff to it as well with the things going on at the church. And after the fact, so the workshop was on Wednesday. I had put out a couple of um, little graphics that I designed to put on social media for it. After I'd had that up a couple of days and I put a reminder up on Wednesday morning, you still have time to get here. Come on over. And next door even says that was posted the day before. Someone commented, is this online? I said, no, it wasn't. It was Wednesday, which I said yesterday because it was on Thursday that I was responding. It was yesterday. She says, oh, I must have missed it. But if you're responding to the post, the post shows when it was uploaded. And it said it was uploaded on Wednesday. You still have a few minutes to get over here today. Come on. People don't read. <laughs> People don't read. Uh, that's, I mean, I talked about that a little bit about the things that I have on Facebook Marketplace. It's clear that it's pickup only. It's clear that I do not respond to the, is this still available, auto responses that you can just one click to. And I'm constantly, and they don't read the listing. Now, everybody who stayed in the last few days here, the, um, the South Koreans, the young men from Louisiana and the, and the Canadians, they all read it. They knew what they were in for. And we all had a, a lovely time. We all had a lovely time, but people just don't read. Um, darn it. Oh, I know one of the ladies is, uh, has a neighbor who wants to talk about canning, home canning and preservation. So I think I'm going to work up a couple for just basic conversation on home canning, the differences in canners and, and jars and lids and things of that nature, where to get your supplies, just generic stuff, not how-tos. Then I think I'm going to do one for um, dehydrating. I have a couple different ways to dehydrate. It's hard to dehydrate when it's humid. So I have those that you can hang. It, it's hard to use those because stuff will tend to go moldy. But um, you can use them. I can show those. I have a, 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 12, uh, a 12 slot, 12 tray dehydrator and you can dehydrate in your oven and your air fryers if you know what you're doing. So I could do, do that um, and freezing and taking, taking frozen vegetables to the dehydrator. I think that might go over well. So I've got a couple of those I may work up. And let's see, we're get, coming up on the hour. So I need to finish this up. I'm still over there on Noster. I don't have my cold wallet yet. So yeah, you guys, I know you're after me on that cold wallet. And I think that's really it. Um, if you've made it this far, and you would, if you wouldn't mind <laughs> to like, share, and subscribe uh, to whatever uh, application you're listening to or watching on, whether this is on uh, Rumble, because I do have, it should be a live feed on Rumble. And I'm sorry if you've asked questions over there and I didn't see them because Rumble does not post the questions and stuff uh, through um, StreamYard. So if you have posted questions there, I will try to come back and pick those up and reply to them. Um, and, and get to them. Let's see. Uh, it looks like this is going now. It looks like there's been about six views. It's not. Um, I don't see any comments over there. So sorry, I have my head turned. If you are traveling to or through West Virginia on Interstates 6477 and uh, you need a spot to stay on your way, uh, the 6477, that's the West Virginia Turnpike. If you 
didn't know already, and sometimes people traveling don't. And you need a spot to stay, consider, host, consider Holstein House. Go to RobinHolstein.com. Look for Holstein House on the menu. Drop it down. Select direct book. Um, just hit the words Holstein House. It'll take you to the page with the direct book. If the other way, the other one is the Airbnb link. So you would direct book and um, check, you know, see if your dates are available and we'd love to have you. And if you use the uh, promotional code podcast five, P-O-D-C-A-S-T five, then you will get 5% off your stay. And I do have a, a couple of specials running over there in case you would like to stay and select those. One of them is my my favorite coffee and chocolate. You get some Halls, West Virginia chocolate, Halls chocolates uh, in your room when you arrive and you will get uh, almost heaven coffee uh, roasted by the Coal River Coffee Company for your breakfast and freshly ground as well because I keep the whole bean on hand and I will freshly grind it for your coffee if you would like it. So it's not automatic. You got to select it. So go to robinholstein.com and choose Holstein House from the menu and then use the link to check the dates. And uh, and if you would like the chocolate and coffee package, then you want to select that and use podcast five for your discount. So uh, it, this is the end of episode 86. So you look, folks, we're 14 away from my number 100 and i'd love to know what you would like to see as a giveaway you got to keep it kind of kind of you know reasonable because you'll be this isn't a source of income for me so uh, i'd love to to give something away i mean i do have cups you can go to the etsy site use the the links in the description and go to the etsy site and maybe maybe leave a comment of something that you'd like to see me give away that i have loaded up on the etsy site so um sorry my my thing was buzzing with a reminder to take dad for his appointment check out my books on amazon there's a link down in the description there as well i have uh, everyday upcycle nursery rhyme and my grandma told me 25 favorite home cook recipes and think outside the office which was published in 2010 but it's still available there if you'd like to get a copy of it uh, you can also check go to robinholstein.com and check the contact page and you will see all of the places that you can find me, all of the social media options that uh, you can use to to contact me and, and see and use the um, Telegram site if you want to have daily conversation. I'm over there all the time. So that's Telegram or t.me slash Holstein House. So you, that should get you there. If it doesn't, drop me a note and let me know. So I'm going to call it there and um, we're going to go. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Tuesday live it's a little more a little more structured a little more scripted and uh, we'll be getting that set up here and uh, for so that you can subscribe to it and get a reminder when it goes live too so I'm going to go for now and we'll talk to you later bye-bye so there you have it Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.